We know our students are more likely to experience trauma in their lives, but what exactly is considered trauma? Welcome to Becoming a Mindful Teacher. This is a podcast for educators who want to improve the lives of children by digging deep into the minds of their students and themselves in order to create a space where it is safe to learn. My name is Winter and I am passionate about helping children break through their mental junk in order to become successful little humans. Join me on this journey each week as we delve into the many ways that we can help our students succeed no matter what difficult situations they've experienced. Let's get started. Well, hello and welcome. It's my first ever podcast and I'm excited to have you here, but very extremely nervous. So please be kind to me. But I'm just so glad to have you here and know that there's somebody else that's into this stuff like I am and that just wants to help our students be there for them and do what we can so that they can have a successful life. My first episode, I thought, I feel like everything that I plan on talking about has a root in trauma. I figured first episode, we will talk about trauma and what it is, um, and then we can go from there. I figured for this first podcast, I would start off with a story about a time when I experienced some trauma myself uh, less than a year ago. It was the summer. So it was almost a year ago, July 3rd, last year, 2020. We're already in a pandemic. So that's already traumatic for literally everyone in the world. Me and my husband are sitting in my office at home and we're both just working at our desks. And I'm sitting at my desk and I'm feeling a popping beneath my feet. And it's like, it's dark out. So it had to have been at like 10 o'clock at night. So I'm feeling this popping on my feet. And I'm like, what is going on? And I don't know about you, but I live in a neighborhood where the neighbors are very excited to set off fireworks. Um, And it was again, July 3rd. So very a lot of fireworks going on. So I just assumed that somebody was setting off fireworks nearby. So I get up and uh, I go and I look out the front window and I don't see anything. So I come and I sit back down and I'm sitting at my desk and I keep feeling this popping from beneath my feet. And I'm like, this is just not something normal. So I go down into our basement because obviously there's got to be something in the basement that's making this sensation under my feet. So I go to the basement, nothing. I hear nothing. I see nothing nothing. I'm like, Oh, okay. So I come back to the office and still popping. And I, I'm just losing my mind. Of course, my husband sitting there doesn't notice the thing. So I'm like, Oh, so I get up and I look out the back door. Well, I'm walking through the kitchen and I see a glow out back. And so, like I said, it was like 10 o'clock at night. So it was dark out, but there's a glowing outside. So I was like, oh, maybe somebody's, you know, doing like a bonfire or something in the backyard. And I peek my head out the back door and the house next door is up in flames. Like flames are pouring out of the roof. I see it and I just haul my little butt back to the office. I, I can't even think straight. I'm freaking out. I'm telling my husband like, dude, the house next door is on fire. We have to to do something. So he's like, you call 911. I'll do this. Meanwhile, okay, it's 10 o'clock. I'm in pajamas. Like I am not leaving the house in my pajamas. So I'm trying to change while I've got 911 on the phone, losing my mind. My husband just decides, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna grab some things. We're gonna get in the car and go because our driveway where our cars are is on the same side as the house where the house is on fire. So then I change and I grab my keys and we both, we drive off, we 
drove a couple streets away, parked a car, and then we decided, well, we have to go somewhere. So we hopped into my car and we drove to the local gas station where we sat there because we knew we would have to wait this out. The reason for this story is that I'm sitting in the car and I am literally shaking. Like my entire body is just shaking and I'm I'm cold, very cold. I mean, it's July 3rd. It's hot, humid, but I am shaking, definitely shaking. My husband's fine. He runs into the gas station, gets a drink, comes out. We sit in the car. Thankfully, nobody was hurt. Um, it did damage two homes. Overall, everything was taken care of very quickly. We were able to uh, walk back to our house. We parked our cars kind of far, and we walked back to the house about an hour and a half to two hours later. I bring this story up because... My husband and I both experienced this event very differently. So while this could be considered a traumatic event, a fire, we took it both very differently. My husband, in his mind, he says, you know, it was next door. It wasn't my house. It was the house next door. He thought, I'm safe. Nothing happened to me. I'm good to go. Me, on the other hand, took it very differently. I was very frightened from the moment it happened. I felt in danger. I had the physical reaction of shaking, of getting very cold. In this episode, I wanted to talk about like what trauma is because I think people have an idea of what trauma is, but everybody's idea is a little different. So technically, the American Psychological Association defines trauma as an emotional response to a terrible event. The event itself is not trauma. It's the emotional response to that trauma. So my husband didn't have a strong emotional response to the event that I had. So where it could be a traumatic event, did that event cause trauma for him? No. For me, yes. When you think about traumatic events, these events could be a one-time event as in this fire, it just happened this one time. It could be something that's an ongoing event in cases of abuse or neglect, or it could be multiple ongoing events. So there could be multiple traumatic events happening at one time. And this event will cause someone to feel unsafe or that their life is threatened. So again, like I felt like my house where I live was going to be damaged, and therefore I felt threatened. And so like I was saying, it isn't the event itself, but it's that emotional response to the event. So that's the first thing I want you to know, that trauma is an emotional response to a terrible event. The second thing I want you to know is that there are big traumas and little traumas. And when I heard this, I kind of got a little angry at first, because I wanted trauma to be trauma. But understandably, some traumas are worse than others. So there are big traumas, and then there are little traumas. And I've heard some people call them the big T and the little T. So the big T events are the ones that people normally think about when they think of trauma. They think about somebody who has gone off to war, or somebody who has experienced a physical abuse, or um lived through a natural disaster, whether it be, you know, like a hurricane. And these big T events usually are the ones that you hear of that result in PTSD type of emotional responses with the triggers. I would say not saying that the the fire that we experienced was a big T, but I did have triggers. Uh, for the longest time, I had the 
<laughs> this is weird to say, the sun would trigger me. Um, it was the color of the sun setting coming into our house. I it would trigger me immediately because I thought it was fire out back again. Um, so it took a little while, but that has since passed, thankfully. So you have big T's. Then there are little T's. And this is where I think it comes into play with us as educators, that sometimes we don't think of little T traumas as being detrimental to our students. So little T traumas, they cause people to feel highly distressed and unsafe. And these little T's can be bullying, some type of emotional abuse, a loss of a relationship, like their parents get divorced. And so now they have to, you know, live apart from their parents. That is a loss of a relationship for them. Or I I mean, I know some of my students have have experienced a parent who ends up incarcerated. And so they've lost that parent, they've lost that relationship. And that can be super detrimental to them. Uh, Even the death of a pet, while it might have been a hamster, it's super, super destroying for them. And they just know that they have lost something that they loved. And so they feel highly distressed. So no matter what that distressing event is, it can be traumatic to the individual who experienced it. So just to recap, what trauma is, is that trauma is an emotional response to a a terrible event. So when I discuss trauma, it's the emotional response. It's not the event itself, but the the emotions that are associated with that event. And there are big traumas, you know, those that can lead to more PTSD type responses, or there are little traumas that are just as emotionally effective to the students, but we tend to see those more often. So thank you so much for joining me in my inaugural episode. Um, Hopefully you found this helpful. Uh, I hope every week I will be talking more about trauma and just all of the different ways that we can help our students who have experienced trauma. Uh, If you want any more information, please feel free to follow me on social media where I post. Uh, You can find me at A Mindful Teacher um, or you can find me at the website, amindfulteacher.com. Thanks so much for listening. If you're interested in more stuff from me, go ahead and join me on social media. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram at A Mindful Teacher. You can also join my mailing list to be notified when new podcasts are released. Just head on over to my website at amindfulteacher.com. 